Punkt. This is the United Way, episode 23. It is the Luke Shaw episode. Yes, it is. I don't think we've had a more prolific number 23. No. Uh, in, in, you know, in the club's history. So it is the Luke Shaw episode. So. And we are joined by one half of the multi-award winning Talking Bollocks podcast from Go Loud, Calvin O'Brien. How are you, lads? Thanks for having me on. Big United fan. Big United fan, yeah, unfortunately, yeah. <laughs> you, you said you said to me before you came in, you're just going to vent today. Yeah, so... It's, and you don't get the opportunity to do that on the pod because yourself and Terence, obviously Terence is a massive Liverpool fan. Yeah. You're a big United fan. And there was just, I, I don't know if it was an unwritten or just a written rule before you started doing Talking Bollocks was, we don't talk about our football clubs because if we do... <laughs> The podcast goes down. Oh, it's just arguments, isn't it? It's it goes down the down slope. But that's the thing. So it's just with the nature of the podcast, what we talk about. Yeah. talk about a wide range of topics. So you can't really get hung up on one niche topic. Of course. And with the nature of United as well, there's so much to vent about. Yeah. And that's when you were like, do you want to do the United way? I said, fucking right. I'll come in here and pour my heart out. This is the, you know, the, <laughs> Man. These are what's keeping me up at night. This is what's affecting me. Watching football now, <laughs> I can't. It's not enjoyable anymore, lads. No. Like I, don't, I can't remember the last time I sat down. I'm like lovely, I'm, I'm confident about this game. You know what I mean? Like, we got beaten by Bournemouth three 0 there a couple of weeks ago. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And you're like, I was at the game. You were oh, at yeah, brought, the me, brought, me the dad, brought me, brought me, brought me that. My dad grew, <laughs> grew up brother. in Manchester. I hadn't been to Old Trafford in like forty years. Brought me to the Bournemouth game. We played Chelsea the week before, so they, I've done a collaboration with the club, and they gave me a list of fixtures to pick. And I was like, right, we'd probably get a result at Bournemouth. That's mm-hmm. the one, and we got slapped around. It was awful. Well, right. I, I ended up apologising to me that I was like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, so, brought you. Like, if you would have seen that game. On the fixer list, as you said, yeah. So you felt confident with that. That was a January game. Bomb out, you're like handy little win. And we there. just bet Chelsea the week before. Yeah. yeah, and he played very well in that Chelsea game. But oh, did really we? Or did bad. Chelsea play that bad that we? Chelsea are a very bad side. They <laughs> yeah. really are. They're, they're coasting along the coattails of Cole Palmer being in great form. Yeah, and, and Sterling. They're also relying yeah. on Sterling as Cole well. Cole Palmer's got a lot of penalties <clears> as well. You know what I mean? And they're like, oh look, look at this. What bleeding great? Yeah. Any anyone puts it up to them, they were blessed to be Fulham. Yeah, blessed. Yeah. But like, yeah, so. Here we are, anyways. <laughs> Here we are, anyways. What What's your take so far this season on Ten Hag and the squad? Like, are you? You're a very sensible fan. Like, I see your tweets, and you are very sensible when it comes to that. You're not like one of these agenda pushers mm. that jumps to the gun yeah. about things, and you know, even if things are going positively, trying to kind of push it towards that negative agenda. There's a few creators online yeah. that do me head in. So I know you're mad for a hot take, Damien, yeah. Mm-hmm. My hot take is I'm all about free speech and expressing yourself, but I think football needs to be censored on Twitter because I agree. The takes that you see, you're like this you're not Outrageous. real. You you are not real. Like I know you don't really believe this. Like I yeah. seen one the other day and I was comparing Real Madrid's twenty sixteen Champions League winning team to Arsenal's current eleven and he done like a collaboration oh. eleven, how many would get in and I'm like, Are you brain dead? Like this multi winning Champions League team and this current Arsenal team who have won nothing and you're saying some of them players would get in that's just Arsenal fans couple. <laughs> they are like they are on another planet bless them I've but seen these fans as well though. Yeah, Sorry, yeah, no. I've seen one of them that said this club cost Anthony Martial a World Cup medal <laughs> Anthony Martial cost himself a World Cup medal 
Do you know what I mean? And I'm like, you, this, oh, yeah. this the, shouldn't be allowed. The quote-unquote, we failed Pogba yeah. stroke Martial. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So accounts, yeah. My, they're, they're great accounts. My current take is, he came in last season, I don't think he realised how big the job was until he got in. It took, obviously, the Brentford game for him to realise and then he changed his tactics and he's like, look, I'm not going to be able to do what I want to do here. I'll take a step back, we'll get through this season mm. and he definitely overachieved what he had. Mm. I don't like this whole, oh, you spent X amount of millions and blah, blah, blah. He overachieved what he had. Blessed to get Champions League football. Yeah. Unbelievable that we got a trophy under the belt. This season now, he had enough credit in the bank with me that I trusted him with his signings. Mm. Like, there wasn't anyone who we brought in last season that I actually... Like, a few of them, sorry, I did question. I'm like, what are you bringing him in for? What about that one? And then when you see them playing, you're like, oh, that makes sense. That was a stroke of genius there. Like, yeah. Martinez. Martinez was wrote off before he kicked the ball, you know. Yeah, he was. Yeah. And he, I think... He didn't get into the team of the season last season, didn't he, no? I think no. that was absolutely was, scandalous. Yeah, agreed. Uh, so, yeah, he had enough credit in the bank there. I questioned Mount. I was like, why are we buying him? Yeah, we talked about this. Mm. Um, but then everyone else said, right, and I was like, right, you have your goalkeeper now. Let's yeah. see what you're doing. And I don't know. I don't know what Onana has over Ten Hag. They fought him and to keep him from going to AFCON, lads. And with how bad Cameroon are down, he might be back before the other fella even makes his debut. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So I'm like, what is going on here? Yeah, we have you had know, a lot of injuries as well. Arsenal and Arteta. Like, Ramsdale, I don't know, he had maybe three or four bad games. Yeah, and he's run. gone now pretty much. And he brought Raya in. Mm. And Raya is now the number one for Arsenal. And they, like Raya on Saturday against Palace, he was phenomenal mm. with his distribution. Mm. You know, so, um, and that's what we brought Onana in for. Yeah. So I think if you are, we, definitely don't bring back De Gea. Yeah. Well, bring I think in another the, um, solid keeper. To buy in there, give buy in there a chance, obviously. Yeah. yeah. The summer. I think the only, keeper in the summer. I think the only kind of thing that I'll give Onana is like he hasn't had a chance to actually play with the solid back four. True. Not, True. One, yeah. not one time since he came in. Like, like True. it's always been chopped, changed, and his, moved his around. Anticipation when it comes to to saves, are, it's it's abysmal. It is. Yeah. Like it's really bad. His shot stopping. Like I know, shot stopping has become kind of secondary in 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 the modern game, which is mental. Which to is say crazy. That. It's crazy for me to even say that. But his shot stopping is well, like, seriously suspect. I know we hate going into in stats now, but like I mean, he's he's up in the the top three keepers in, in the league in terms of fucking shot stops yeah. expected goals all this sort of garbage like I mean yeah. he's up there mm. but th- the biggest difference is like the quality of shots that we face and the amount of shots that we face because we don't defend well yeah. at all like I agree he's he's bit, he's he's had it makeshift defences in like when we went when we went to the Bournemouth game like me and my dad my brother were talking like oh what's your what's your predictions for the game or whatever and I said 3-0 and my brother just point blank laughed at me face and he goes you honestly think we're going to go out there and not concede are you thick <laughs> mm. I mean that's an old traffic well you were right it was 3-0 yeah just do it away yeah. around <laughs> you know I mean? but even in that game like there were three goals that Onana couldn't stop you could have put two keepers in there and he wouldn't have stopped yeah. them mm-hmm. but then you had the sports game lads you rooted on the line and well there's yeah. that as well I actually said that I actually said it to you I was like the hell got absolute Death on, on Twitter. I mean, this guy got borderline abuse for being yeah. stuck to his line. And then on Adams, the same thing. Mm. You are a unit. Yeah. Run with your knee, Spoke chest, boy, and command, take command the ball. your area. Yeah. And keepers are so yeah. protected. If you punch the ball and don't make great contact, let out a yelp and hit the deck and you get free out every yeah. time. Like, I don't get it. Yeah. And was it a, the Villa game as well? Remember? Was it John McGinn scored a free kick? He just crossed yes. it in. Yeah. You know, went near it and Onana just watched it. And I yeah. mean, like, if Onana put his hand out, he would have got it. He didn't even have to jump. Yeah. And you're like, what is going on here? We're conceding so many silly goals by the keeper 
just a laugh. It's, I don't know, is it a lapse in concentration? Because it's like the, the ball is past him and then he throws an <clears> arm at it and you're like, yeah. Why well, yeah. is that like a two second he's delay there? the same things with Cameroon and the AFCON at the moment. Yeah, yeah the, react, the reaction saying, times are bad. He's going to yeah. be back, they're going to get toughed out of that and he's going to be back before the other fella gets a chance to play. You know what I mean? I, I probably, I'd say the other fella will get a chance anyway, even if Onana is back. Mm. And you think, because I had a thought about this, why were they so reluctant? Because we had an FA Cup game against Wigan. Perfect opportunity for him to make his debut. Yeah. Why not give him that? And then they fought to keep him to play against Spurs to go to AFCON the next day to play for Cameroon no. which made no sense for anybody do you think they don't want to give the other keeper a chance because what if he does start off so well that there'll be so much pressure on this 55 million mm. pound possibly. goalkeeper possibly yeah, I, I, possibly but then on the other hand like there's 85 million or whatever of Harry Maguire sat on the bench for a year so that argument like I mean but that like, Maguire's not his signing though true but you're still like he was club captain yeah. mm. Was club captain dropped to the bench, his price tag stripped him of the captaincy. Stripped then. Of the captaincy. Do you know what I mean? In, in fairness to McGuire, we gave him a bit of stick early on and then we praised him, you know, when he came back and how he's applied himself and his attitude mm. has been absolutely exceptional in comparison to other players. But, like, the manager done it with Ronaldo, yeah, it wasn't his signing. Done it with McGuire, yeah, it wasn't his signing. But I will agree with you, he's yet to do it to one of his signings because mm. Anthony, why Anthony yeah. continues to play all of the time oh, when he's he's fucking garbage. It's a mystery. I said it to you last, last time, I was actually I was standing in Rome, Germany, train station, waiting on a train to, to Da Vinci Airport and I was watching the, the sports game on my phone and the second Anthony stood on the sideline to come on, I, I just let out a ground. I was like, oh, <laughs> for fuck's sake. Oh, and I can't remember a United player that I've actually had, yeah. felt that way for. In my I, entire I'd life. take the last on Anthony. Yeah, I think I it would. 100%. Have. Yeah, like where would he even go? Who would go he back to Ajax. Do you reckon? Probably go back to Ajax. Yeah. But here's the thing. Go with the guitar. The, the, the rumours are, transfer rumours are saying we're looking at this Brian Brobby fella from yeah. Ajax as well. Yeah, who so, Ten Hag gave his debut to. Yeah. And then he left six months later on a free contract. Oh, free transfer. He ran out his contract. Okay. So, I don't know. Now see this whole, because mm. like who did he bring in? Onana who who played from Ajax. Amrabat. Played for him as yeah. well, and um, Malasia. Oh, no, Malasia didn't play. He played in the Dutch league, but like they're all players that he's had some yeah. sort of connection with. And then I'm like, Anthony right. and Martinez. Yeah. Do we have to? Do we have to do this every yeah. time? I know. I think it's Mount the only player that he signed that he's never coached before. Mount Casemiro and Casemiro. Mm. Malasia. Well, he played in the Dutch league. I don't think he coached him. But even Eriksen, like Eriksen, did he coach Weghorst? Ajax. Um, I no, know. I don't think he coached no, Weghorst. I don't think so. There's a few there, but like, but yeah, that's another Anthony, thing. You're like, going to have to cut the loss on. We need, we need to bring in a stri- another striker for six yeah. months. We can't. Yeah. Martial, apparently, Martial is undergoing surgery, so he'll be on. He, he'll be on the weekly wage until the contract runs up. Does he have one of those things in his contract where they execute the extra twelve months, or is this it now for him? No, I think this is it. <sighs> I, I think yeah I think there is an extension clause that the club can trigger yeah and they've decided yeah. not to I yeah. think that's the thing isn't it oh yeah. thank god because yeah. I keep with that though because they let a lot of contracts run out and then they have the 12 months yeah. so you've seen who went down alone your man Hannibal went down alone he has something like 12 months left but they have another year so they'll up the yeah. value if they trigger that I'm not too big on him no I'm not too big on him either but no. here we are um, yeah like you have to cut the loss on hand Anthony Marshall has to go there is still a clear out like we still need a centre back as well Yeah, and that was another thing I've seen as well that's how many of his signings have been loan deals or free transfers yeah. you know like Red Horse was a, a loan was a loan uh, Am- Amrabat Sabat- is a loan yeah Sabata 
loan. He was a loan. Then we had Ericsson and Evans at two free transfers. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, so you're like, oh, you know, you're great. I'm spending all this money. And Ericsson, like, he knows. He knows Ericsson well from the Ajax setup mm. and everything. Made a lot of sense. Yeah. Free transfer. Yeah. 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 In the all it was yeah. was wages. Mm. All, all Ericsson was, was was wages and yeah, obviously you're going to pay that And that, that could be his downfall, the, the familiarity he has yeah. with all of these signings. Yeah, maybe. You know? But then the other sort of that, as you said, the amount of signings that are free or on loans clearly goes to show when that interview came out with Ollie and he's basically saying, well, you only get three signings. Yeah. And, yeah, and yeah. after after that you're bunched yeah. so who's his three signings Alnana um, Mount. Mount and Hoyland yeah. Hoyland yeah. so after that the club basically said mate go fuck yeah. yourself yeah like and go then, scrape yeah. that barrel and the last thing with the agency as well that, that, that Ten Hag is with is with a, a lot of the players he signs are in the same agency are in his same, same agency as so <laughs> so all, all that shit has to has to go like you need to be looking at at, <laughs> at, the, at the team in Blake who was actually the best player best, best available player for the funds that we have available for this position mm. other than like he's my pal we got on well with him oh, yeah, I think yeah. we'll sign him like, mm. that actually has to go what made him sign Hoyland then? I, I think on paper Hoyland's a great signing I think he has bundles of, of potential like if right footed yeah, I'm telling you now. If Hoyland went, if Hoyland went to Dortmund, everybody would be thinking like oh, that's a Haaland two point out. He'd run a muck. Everybody would be like that's a Haaland two point yeah. and everybody would be blown. Uh, I agree. This I think ass. he has all the attributes to to go far. Um, I it's now at a point now where I think people need to stop kind of um, being a bit comfy with him in a sense. You know, they need he needs to get a bit of criticism mm-hmm. because when he does get some chances. He doesn't take a lot of them. You know what I mean? Like at that game against Wigan in the FA Cup, mm-hmm. you know, people say, oh, well, he's not getting the service. He was getting tons of service. Yeah. And Roy Keane criticised him at half time. He says he needs to be putting away those chances. He's getting every single bit of service tonight. But then he, he goes and, and proves everyone in the Spurs game. He gets an assist. And, and a goal, goal yeah. Are you and, and his goal, I mean, oh my God. Are you rifled it into mm. the back of the net? Well, my question there is, like, what was a 70-something million for him as well? And I'm like... So, no, it's, it's a lot of money. Like, yeah, but I mean, they they put all their eggs in the one basket to get him, is what I yeah. mean. Yeah. And you're like, you signed him injured. He's, what, 20? Mm. And he's one season of senior football. Yeah. And you're like, what's going on here? Are you seeing something we're not seeing? Or what... Whereas, like, I think if they had gone all out, I think they would have got Ken. I think if they had went to Ken and says we want you, he would have forced it. What, what, so, what so, the, if, so if if the Ineos takeover had happened in the summer, say in the summer, we'd have yeah. got Kane. Harry Kane would have been playing for Man yeah. United at this point. Another say we'd have got 100%. both. My ideal, I think we well, said this before. My absolute ideal would have been to sign Harry Kane and to sign Ferguson. Yeah. But loan Ferguson back to Brighton for the year. And then when Ferguson then joins United fully then, Kane will be starting to kind of go over that hump. Yeah. But then Ferguson, who's already fucking unbelievable, yeah. has Harry Kane there to learn yeah. off every, every day yeah. in training. Like That would have been the ideal. But that's what Hoyland needs. Yeah. And you have, now you have Benny McCarthy there, who I think has done a terrific job so far. Um, it's not showing this season, but last season, with most certainly what with Rashford. Yeah. My yeah. God. So you've got, you know, he's learning off Benny McCarthy, but you need to bring in an experienced striker. You know, yeah, but you need someone in prolific in a Harry Kane. I also said your man, but he's going to Inter now. Your man Taremi off Porto would have been a perfect um, six month loan. Yeah, you I, know, someone he's he's thirty once, just someone with a bit of experience that yeah. the kid can learn from. I don't think we're going to see any improvements this season with the new takeover and everything. No, and like, no, no, we won't. We we've, won't. We've nothing. Like we're we'll be blessed. The best scenario I think for us is FA Cup and try finish fifth and hope that. 
uh, the Premier League, get the fifth place in the Champions League oh, with yeah. the new format. Yeah. I don't see us breaking the top four. I just can't no. see us finishing ahead of City, Liverpool, Arsenal and Spurs. I can't see us finishing ahead of Spurs with the way they played against us in Old yeah. Trafford. This is what no we said. Chance. Like if if they didn't have the injuries that they had, they'd have oh absolutely mauled us. God, they'd have yeah. mauled us. If they had Madison in there, they'd have mm. absolutely mauled us. They tore us apart in Old Trafford. And then again as well, on the flip side of that, so where Ten Hag was saying over Christmas, he's like, I'm a few weeks away from having my team back. Judge me then. I ah, think you can't though, you have to That's what he said now. I know. And like Martinez well, is back, Casemiro yeah, is back. True. So I'm about two or three games away from being like right. Well the the, the big the big thing is like he's come out and said, I get my team back, judge me then. Mate, if those results aren't there when your team is back, you're bunched. That's what I mean. Because you've just come out and said it. Games away, yeah. Do you know what I mean? You've just come out and said he it. He said that after the Spurs game. But the thing is... No, like, he said it over Christmas. <clears throat> he said it over Christmas. But then Big Ange comes to Old Trafford mm. with, a de- with a depleted Spurs first 11. No mm. midfield, no son, no Kulisevsky. as well. Uh, and who, who else? Timo Verma was playing and, for them. And Werner was playing for them. And they went That was his debut as well, actually. Yeah. And I know Keane was saying, oh, relax about, you know, relax about Spurs. You know, it's just Spurs. But like, honestly... It's I, not just Spurs anymore. It's just United now. That yeah. fucking... Yeah, and it flip. is. Yeah. We are, and he, like Keane said us in August, that in, we are the new Spurs. Yeah, 100%. Who do you think we should sign as a new striker? Because obviously Martial's definitely gone. The only logical one now, if you prolific-wise, is Osman. Do you think so, yeah? I think genuinely, lads... And I think it's realistic and we would get him and I think he would come and I think it makes so much sense and you get him at a decent price as well, Ivan Tony. Yeah, well Ivan Tony yeah. eight months left on his contract. Yeah. Did you see his free kick? Yeah. <laughs> he moved the ball. Yeah. How did Varnock intervene then and say well, he the moved that ball? Know. I actually think the 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 rule might state that you can't move the ball forward or backwards. There's probably very little about moving it a yard sideways. Yeah. He said that in the interview and no one called him out on it so it must be the rule. He said you have a yard either side and I've never heard that in my life yeah. because no one ever moves it. No one ever moves no, it. No one ever no moves, one moves it. it. I've actually seen David Luiz do it. There's a clip of David Luiz actually scoops up the foam and then re-wipes it around the ball. Yeah. Like a solid yard. Tony done the same. He scooped up the foam and put it over to the side and then moved That's the ball in. Yeah, like, <laughs> can you do that? Because there's so many free kicks you're like oh if that had been like a yard either side yeah. it would have went in. Well, now you can be in a yard either side if you move the ball. Yeah. Well, I suppose like when you're actually placing your placing the ball down, you look like I mean, it's I don't know why they do it on those pitches. Yeah. I mean, there's not a blade of grass out of place, but you know when you're playing in well, the park and you're doing a free kick, you're well, looking, for that, you're looking for that prime yeah. piece of grass yeah. to stick all the know, ball on. Aaron McGallagher has probably said this morning that yeah, good call from VAR to ignore that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, like, you could get him lads for. I think so as well. Probably cheaper than you got. No, I don't know. I'd say about 60, 60, 65 million. What is he? He's I reckon you get him for 50. Would you reckon? <laughs> do you know what I do? Do you know what I do? Tony. Do you know what I do? I'd, I'd have a 45 and Martial did that way. He's 27. He's had eight months off as well of just walking on himself. Have you seen the Nick he's in? Yeah. He's, and he's, he's, he's straight back and scored. He finished what third top scorer behind Kane and Hoyland. Yeah. I point, I'd offer 45 and, and Martial did that way. Yeah. <laughs> I think Straight Mar- out. Here, I, United, director of football, give me a bell. If Marshall's going anywhere, he's probably going to Saudi or the US or, going to Brent, or Turkey. Going somewhere on a Turkey. Probably go, I could see him going to a Fenerbahce or a Galatasaray. Yeah. But I t- I'd love Ivan Tony. I think he's absolutely oh, he's real. quality. He is quality. And but I think Osman is mm. he's, he's world class. That yeah. Osman and he's Tony, I like that Ivan Tony is prem proven as well. Like you know, he's, yeah, you know no, he true, can bang goals in, in the Premier League. That's the thing. Who who I can't think of anyone else. Is there anyone else you can think of? Benzema. <laughs> no, but like, a str- 
good striker. A, there is, age range 26 what, to 30. Why do you think that's so expensive, me? Yeah. That's why they're so expensive because there, there's that I know, but I, but I can't like, think, are, I can't the opposite of that. Like, I do like I, I'm I'm a big fan of uh, Dusan Vlahovic off Juventus. I think he is quality. I think there's something about him. He's got a bit of a Ruud van Nistelrooy about him. Mm. Quality player, pace, proper, proper finisher. Like he's unreal. Yeah, he has the he's got like Tony as well. Tony has that kind of X factor about him and a striker. Like he can, there's a lot that he can do. I think if you take Ivan Tony and put him into a massive club, he becomes a bigger player. True. He's that type yeah. of personality where he just excels. Yeah. He excels, excels, excels. If he goes to Arsenal, like I'm, yeah, I'm telling you now, like if if they sign someone like him or or if we sign them, if even if Chelsea sign them, because because Jesus doesn't um, he doesn't provide goals yeah, for them, you know. I don't know if Tony's an Arteta style player, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Arteta likes them kind of like like silky and, you know, real technical. I think Tony's technical on the ball, like, but he, I don't know if he fits Arteta's like mould, his profile, yeah, if true, you know what I mean. Like, yeah. But I'd love him if it was August, middle of August, season starting this weekend, and Ivan Tony's leading the line, I'd be happy with that. Yeah. I wouldn't absolutely. Be complaining. And then yeah. we need another centre back, <laughs> goalkeeper, centre back, right back. Right wing, send off forward, yeah. and that's yeah, that's just the start, isn't it? Really? And I suppose as well, if you're bringing in a player like Tony as opposed to Osman, Osman wants is it like he's a guaranteed starter every week, yeah, and he's still young. What well, Osman's twenty six? He was born in ninety eight. Hope I'm right there. But if you bring Osman in, like he's guaranteed, 25. he wants to start every game. Whereas Tony's there. He he's uh, he'd probably be he'll he won't be as uh, his fee won't be as big as Osman. Mm. You're bringing him in for maybe sixty million. Osman's about one hundred and fifty million. Yeah, like he'll definitely be okay with rotating with with Hoyland mm. if you're bringing him in, and Hoyland can probably learn a lot from Tony as well because he does have that Premier League experience about him. That's the problem though as well with, with strikers nowadays. I'm trying to think of a they formation. Can't, they can't link up together. They can't. No, no. can't play I'm actually, in my head, I was They're goalkeepers essentially. Mm-hmm. I was, <laughs> I was I mean? trying to think of a way you could, like a modern 4-4-2 where you'd play two strikers, what way they'd... they'd it doesn't work. Atletico are the only big team in Europe that are doing it. Yeah, but who, who are they playing Morata still? They're playing Morata. I, I think it's Griezmann. I think Griezmann is... is Back playing up front again yeah. for them, or it's either Memphis Depoy. But if you look at <clears throat> Griezmann as, and maybe even in Depoy, like their profile of a player, like Griezmann is well capable of dropping into that number ten. Exactly, yeah. You know what I mean? As opposed to like he's well capable of dropping into that number eight as yeah, well. Yeah, as we've I mean. seen in the World Cup. As opposed to like Hoyland and Tony would be two number nines. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because even when you played uh, York and Calder. Either of them were capable of dropping in and getting yeah. on the ball and turning and linking up. Yeah, someone kind of has it though. It was Leicester, Leicester won the league with a four-four-two there a few years ago, and Vardy and Osaka. Is um, I think it was. Was Osaka it Osaka? His name or something like that. Yeah, Okazaki. 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 It was Okazaki. Mm. One of them would always drop, and it'd be a flick on. Yeah, header, and it, the other one would run through like old school. Yeah, that's how you play. It's not just school. two, two in the box waiting for a cross. Anymore. Where's Morgan no, and no, Robert at the back? Unbelievable! What yeah, what a team. <laughs> but um, yeah, I don't think you can play two, so it would be rotational. And neither Holland or Tony is going to play out wide either. So yeah. you know, about no. Arsenal sometimes plays Jesus on the right, yeah. and they might put Trossard down the middle. They can do that, but them two lads they're playing number. And that's what, that's where I don't think Arteta would sign Tony because he likes the players to be fluid. 
when Pep used to be like that and then Pep goes fuck that one Ken Hoyland in there <laughs> why, why would I want them yeah. to be floating like and stick some robot up front yeah. but he needs a goal scorer as well though but this is what I mean like, is he going like, is he going to kind of lean away from his ideal morals you know sacrifice this for that like I know it's crazy you're talking about this This is the Arsenal podcast but anyway like we're talking about Gabriel Jesus a proven Premier League winner he's won the Premier League with City but he, Mate, he I can more, win the Premier League with City, let's yeah. be real. <laughs> He's, well, I mean, I think the signings of him and Zinchenko were very shrewd, bringing them in because well, they so have much that so that experience. City turned around and basically put a new policy and saying, I want us to sell them players to, like, rivals. To rivals because, anymore, yeah. yeah. I, I seen a yoke there, like, Pep was like, oh, I'm so bored, I'm just going to sell players to rivals to give yeah. me a bit of competition. Like. But I think with, to- with, with Tony, he provides that link-up play and goals, oh, whereas yeah. Jesus... Well, let's hope Arteta's not listening to this you, anyway. You, can't, you, you don't know if you're going to get goals out of him, but you'll get good link-up play. Yeah. You know, so you'll get a combination of both if you're bringing in a player like Tony. Um, But yeah, that's... Before we went on, on air, we were talking about football shorts yeah so Calvin's wearing the, the current white one mm. um, which, which is nice it is, it is I'm a fan of a lad to be honest yeah. 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 Well, like did you model that one yeah I actually launched all three jerseys with all the three of them yeah. yeah Roy Keane was Roy Keane was the main he was the main he was the yeah. 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 Signed, signed for the devil wasn't it yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, great little great little lad um, was for lad. the club but we talked about the current home short and when was the last time we had a nice home short under under Adidas? Well, I think last year's one with the collar and the little black triangles was nice. Yeah, that, that was nice. But, but other than that, I can't think of a nice one since. Uh, Adidas, my, I, I have a good one, the 2017-2018 one under Mourinho where we signed Lukaku. Was Chevrolet on the front? Yeah, Chevrolet was on the front. We finished second. Mm. City remember, do you remember we beat West Ham 4-0 on the opening day yeah and Lukaku yeah. scored and Pogba scored that day Pogba scored Martial scored too that was an, I, think, I think Lukaku scored as well Lukaku did score yeah, yeah. Lukaku got two I remember thinking like we're in business oh yeah. and then we went to Swansea and beat them 4-0 yeah, yeah. Pogba yeah. had Harry Bally scored in that game we went on a run yeah. from around August to I think October Pogba had oh, we seven were. assists and three or four games or something yeah, mad like that mad we look Mkhitaryan as well. That wasn't yeah. the jersey. That was the black had, crest. Um, the crest had like a black badge around it. No, that was 2019-2020. Was it? Yeah. Yeah. That was the the COVID. So seventeen, eighteen. Yeah, it's a good one. It was. I I I liked it. Very simple, but I think it had buttons. It had two buttons. I know it. Yes. Yeah. I know it. Yeah. It had I know two it. buttons. Yeah. That one? No, no, that's the following. That was horrible. That was the oh. that was the season where we wore black shorts and we wore red socks. Yeah, that was a wrong. Oh. That was the half black. It <laughs> what kinda, was going on here? Kinda yeah, this, this the one. Black. We're yeah. a grade, a graded down to yeah. black in the bottom. Wrong yeah. kit. Yeah, that's when Lukaku put all the weight on. Yeah, and, and the black shorts. Yeah, yeah, the look black size. Bl- yeah, and yeah. the black shorts are awful. But I do have to say, someone at United must listen to this because Al had an absolute bee in his bonnet about not wearing the full white kit, not mm. wearing the white the white shorts. Uh, oh, and on European nights, uh, yeah. what the fuck's going on? But here? now they've even done it in the league. I, I think, think they've done it in the cup as well. I think they listened. Yeah, I think they listened. Yeah, <laughs> they now. Al was absolutely like rattled over it. Like, ah, oh, it's uh, a tradition. Yeah, what's no, your, there is. What's your favourite United kit? That's a good one. Do you know what one? Me and the lads only talked about the other day. Do you remember? I'm gonna say it was oh seven oh eight. All blue with AOG in the front. Lovely jersey. Yes. A picture of Ronaldo popped up on 
like on Instagram with it and the lad sent yeah. in they were like remember that jersey that was an absolute I had that up. with Rooney on the back yeah, yeah. that that was a cracker did I have a gold badge around the crest it, no do you know what it was it was a I think it was a 50th yeah, yeah fiftieth well, of winning the Champions League sorry 40th anniversary at that point of winning the Champions yeah, League yeah in 1960 yeah, because right. we played and in I, all I, blue yeah. and I had writing around the thing yeah. isn't that's the one but it yeah. was the exact same design yeah. as the it home was minimal there was, no, there was nothing major about it, it yeah. all blue yes. gorgeous well who made it Nike oh yeah and the home jersey is lovely as well we like, like the little stripe in it. <clears throat> um, what other one I loved similar to that I think it may have been the season before it was do you remember they had the, it was just a plain red jersey but on the back I had like a tagline going down like a stripe yes. so the stripe started at the top that's the one and then the name was in the middle oh yeah yeah, the that's the same that, the home yeah. do you remember that in black then so the oh, black it was, it was black and then the stripe was red yeah. that that was deadly like, I had that too yeah I had that one with Tevez on the back yeah that's the I love Tevez and then he became it yeah. I love that and see like stuff like that is great like we were only talking that's the one we were only yeah. talking about like we get shafted when it comes to Adidas we don't get good kits Arsenal get great ones it seems like other clubs around Europe get great ones we and we just get ones. like yeah I wonder if this I think a lot, a lot of the fans the away kits are decent mm. Mm. I, I seen I was at the the last game of the season against Fulham and oh, it was a lovely day I think it was about 25 degrees and everyone had the fucking um, the away jersey on the what was it the the kind of the light one, the yellow one. I don't know what color. The green away jersey we had last year. Everyone had that on as opposed to the home jersey because mm. it was just kind of a summer kind of jersey that everyone was mm. wearing. I didn't see anyone in the home jersey yeah. last year. And then what? they had the gold one then a couple of seasons ago, and that gave me the voice. Remember the inside out one? Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, the reverse. We both had that. Yeah, as well. had that, yeah. But I gave that kind of like a little nod to that. And I remember Herrera. I think was modelling it. I remember yeah. thinking like that. That's fresh. Like I had that then. Yeah, but they model it without the the fucking umbro on it. Wasn't we weren't we umbro at that point? Yeah, no. But they kind of. I think Adidas made like it. Yeah, they a made. Nod yeah. To that. Yeah, I was. It was that was nice, but yeah, yeah, they need to start up in their games. You know what I mean? Like when it comes to jerseys, and then don't even Arsenal have like a vintage collection? So yeah. they have to. The United, yeah, the United do that, but it's only lifestyle pieces. We don't do any actual jerseys. Mm. Don't do any jerseys. It's all like zips. Yeah, yeah, they're all. Oh, zipped. we do. No, I think we do have a vintage collection with some of the jerseys that we wore in the eighties because we were sponsored by Adidas then. Mm. The you know the jerseys that the likes of Robson and Whiteside would have yeah. would have worn you know you were saying about the trifold so which is the Adidas original logo yeah. you yeah. brought a jersey out with that that ah, sells jersey. like oh, it sells it's all over it the sells out like yeah because there's nothing you can't wear that way yeah like, that that's sells out like yeah. yeah I actually think is it okay um, for me to wear a jersey now <laughs> that yeah. the Glazers have uh, <laughs> less that's of a grip on the club the way is ever so slightly <laughs> do, you know, do you know the thing is like what you know, you know the way you can buy a replica short and you can buy like the like the yeah, player yeah. the player jersey. Yeah. All the replica shorts should have the trifoil on them. Mm. And the player jerseys should have the Adidas like the three stripes. Yeah. That that should be the defining like difference between a replica and a player's jersey. Oh absolutely. Because the replica jersey should be a lifestyle piece. They're yeah. not going out there fucking running out by ninety minutes with yeah. their pals. They're wearing it as a mm. short. Yeah. It should be a lifestyle piece. Yeah. And that should be the difference. Like they should be modeling it more for people to wear on an everyday. That's why yeah. you see me all the time. I wear vintage jerseys all the time. Yeah, you I do. have all three of the current jerseys, and I almost never wear them because yeah. they're hard to style. And styling's literally my fucking job. You, but you, you wore the the green away, the new green away jersey. 
you've start, you can style that. Yeah, well, that's because I have a pair of trousers that are the exact same colour as the red stripe that goes through okay, the white. yeah. So I can wear the same trousers and the stripe then runs right, right the but way through. The, the launch for that jersey was kind of a, a vintage. Yeah. yeah the team of the, of the ad. No, the thing is, right, yeah. when, when I was back and forth in the emails with United about launching that, right, I was just like, oh, can you give me an idea for like what way to style it, what the brief is going to be? And I was like, we're well, not allowed. Like, this is how it NDA up to the max. Like, I'm not allowed to tell you anything. Like, no, nothing. And then the photos launched I was to post my reel at 9pm at night and they launched the photos at 8am that morning mm. and my Instagram was getting a hockey day over because people were tagging me in the United photos but like, well, someone in our trap was watching fucking Damien's videos anyways because they yeah. basically styled the videos like the way I dress drawing tailored trousers and flat caps and all but the jersey look yeah Jesus so, by the way can I just um, for a moment just acknowledge you were in the Manchester United. Yeah, it was Instagram on. <laughs> it was on United Famous Instagram faces account. at Old Trafford this month. It was the likes of Luke Littler. Who else? There was uh, Tommy Fury was on there. Tommy Fury was on there. Yeah, one. What's that one's name that does the? Oh, she does that. Chicken Chop Day. Yeah, Amelia. Chicken Chop Day. And Amelia, if you listen to And our very own Damien Broderick. Yeah. That's awful photo, by the way. Oh, absolutely ratty. It's a great photo. You'll take it. You were number three or something on the Yeah, towards Slide. I'm actually before Littler. I think I'm actually after Shane Foylan from Westlife. I'm before Luke Littler, which is fucking madness. That page is 60 something million followers. Like, that's mad. Did you get much traction on it? Did you bump? No, not really in followers, like, but me and engagement has gone up because loads of people are clicking on to see who it was and someone in the comments was like oh who is this fella I never heard him before and he's like well you have now you little tick <laughs> <laughs> now you know one of them it was just like all these nobodies like yeah bro like, you don't even have a profile picture and I'm on the page like don't, don't come at me don't care I was on I was literally flouting around the whole day I was flouting yeah <laughs> brilliant it was class so your favourite jersey 0708 0708 uh, yeah, give it, I'll, I'll, I'll say that, yeah. I love when they do a good blue one. I love oh, I had yeah. as well, uh, you were talking about this, putting the crest in the centre. Do you remember we had a Vodafone blue one with like red around the, the neck and the sleeves and the crest was in the middle. Yeah. yeah. I had that as well. Yeah. And I just I love a good blue away jersey and I that don't was, think they do that That anymore. That blue Vodafone one was 0203. No, 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 no. This with the crest in the middle. Oh, and I had red around the neck and the sleeve, so I'm gonna say that could have been about no, 05, sorry, oh five, oh yeah. six, around yes. that around that time it would have been, yeah. Because uh, Chef, I remember us playing against Sheffield United away, mm. and Van Nistelrooy scored that chested, yeah, that uh, chested even body. the home short had it in the middle, yeah. That yeah. was that one. Was they, that they had yeah. the exact same design. There's yeah. the, the blue one. That's oh, that one. what yeah. a quality kit! Yeah. There's that always one. certain games you remember of that jersey, like that blue one. It's Arsenal. Oh, do you remember that white one? Yeah. And that white the, one and the was stripes. cracking that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, that oh, reminds like, me of John O'Shea. Yeah, big time. That one it? reminds me of... Patchy Swung as well, I think, a little Forlan against... Oh, Liverpool. yeah. Running around with his short in his hand. I think. I could be wrong because there was another white... Well, even look at it there, like the uh, white shorts, white socks. That tickled your brain, Al, does it? <laughs> that's okay. Um, <laughs> I mean, tickling it in the good That's way. maybe 03, 04. That's Ronaldo's four season. Yeah, Ronaldo's on the back of that short. Yeah, that's so three. So yeah, sorry, there was another white jersey that we went to. We went to Anfield. We beat them two one. Forlan scored two goals. Mm. Those two goals looked like hatching goals to me. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent, definitely was. Absolutely, definitely was. Lads. Absolutely. So we you know your favourite short. What's your least favourite short? Oh, least favourite. We'll, we'll exclude that. Grey one that we got slapped around with Southampton. Oh jeez, I couldn't the, see. The one that changed the half time. Yeah. yeah, 
Um, least favourite that's a great question the zebra short from from the COVID year oh it's awful yeah, I remember someone said like Pogba no. plays so great in that because he thinks he's playing for Juventus yeah yeah and they had yeah. a pink jersey that time yeah. as well they were all the, the memes pink one was rotten I hated it yeah. that well, pink one was rotten horrible jersey rotten. Yeah. Yeah. do you know what else was rotten but I liked the idea do you remember the time they got the fans to design it and they picked it with the Holy Trinity on it Yes. Matt yeah. scored an absolute scream out against Crystal Palace, weren't he? He scored the win on like last. Yes, yeah. yeah. 25 yards out. It was grey, wasn't it? Coming, yeah, yeah, grey, but Very the Holy Trinity gray. like image around like yes. the stomach of it. And the whole idea was the season before you could send in your design and you were able to upload it, a picture and more front of it. Yeah. Like the bollocks people putting all sorts on it. But that's what they picked. Hmm. And I was like, I like the I, I like the concept, but the jersey itself the execution just wasn't great. Wasn't there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the concept is cool. Like they should, I think they should do that every year for a fourth kit. Yeah, and I I've said this before. I think United. Well, I think every club should do, but United should be the forefront at it. Did you see? Uh, Denmark for the World Cup had a completely black black one, yeah. Mm, black yeah. I think clubs should have a memorial kit that you actually can't buy as a fan. It should be completely blacked out. So when yeah. Bobby died, yeah. they don't wear a black armband. They went on a full black, black kit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's a great a idea. memorial kit and that like the crest, the yeah. logo. I remember Dortmund, everything's black. Dortmund had a kit. Dortmund had a blacked out that's, kit as well. Yeah. That's actually a really good idea, isn't it? Like one morning, but it wasn't yeah. so blacked yeah. out. The, like the crest was slightly visible. The Puma sign was visible, and whatever the sponsor was was visible. But Arsenal did it there. That time they got beaten by Liverpool, they had the all, uh, yeah, they, all white. It was all white. All yeah. white, yeah. The, it was like to combat knife crime, so like no more red. Yes, yeah. And like, I like it, it was nice, you know mm. what I mean? It was a good idea, but like, it's marking an occasion and it's like, it, it, it's eye catching, it's triggering, like, wait, what's going on here? And then yeah. you know yeah. then the occasion. That's what Denmark did it. Denmark did it to protest the woke up, didn't they? Yeah. yeah. So like, yeah, it invokes thought then. So that's actually a brilliant idea. I yeah. think that's classic. I think yeah. like a full blackout kit would be unreal. Yeah, it'd be savage, wouldn't it? And it'd never age. No, like yeah. you literally don't have to change. You just you yeah. swap the sponsor out every time. Like yeah, yeah. Um, favorite goal. Favorite goal has to be Rooney's overhead. Has to be. I remember watching that, thinking like I actually don't understand what's at the happening here. <laughs> but like you know when you're like, oh, what a goal! That was a cracker. Like that. That's beyond the cracker. Yeah. That like yeah. that is actually the best goal they ever scored in the Premier League. And I know now with Garnachos, like Garnachos. Technically, is a better goal. He executed it better. Yeah. He was going away from the goal, and he, he caught it better. But if you add in the occasion, we're playing CE, we're pushing for the league. It's a winner. It's a winner. Yeah, you know what I mean. Tensions are high. Ganacho scored a bleeding overhead cross from Dallow against Everton away. Like, yeah, yeah. Don't take it away from when when Everton had a big second, point deduction in the, as well. In the second minute. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Now this was. Do you know the only thing I don't like? Slugfest game between us and City. Yeah. Yeah. Realistically, to win or win the league. Yeah, that's the way that is. Basically, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Do you know the only thing I don't like about that Rooney goal is Nani ruins the celebration. He runs over to the corner and the head goes up and the arms go out. And if someone just leaves him alone, that is iconic. Yeah, and Nani yeah. comes over and grabs him and picks him up. And I'm like, you swine. What you ruining for? Uh, yeah, your cross was deflected too. <laughs> His commentary was like, at the first description, how about yeah. sensational? And you're like, that's exactly what it is. Yeah. It is. And like, it got voted, I think. Remember, they done like the 20th anniversary of the Premier League. Yeah, it was voted the greatest ever Premier League goal. Well, yeah. The greatest ever. <clears throat> and nobody thought, what would you nobody have thought that, any, that anything would top his goal against Newcastle. Yeah. Into, mm. I, I know people talk about the West Ham one. Yeah. But that, that goal against Newcastle. When he's arguing with the ref. Yeah. He just oh slaps it. God. Just takes his venom out <clears> of the ball there. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think is the second best ever Premier League goal after Rooney's overhead? For United, the Canyon. Right. No. Oh, you know this one, do you? No, no, I actually don't know oh, about right. it. 
me personally, it's Henri's goal against us. Oh, he has yeah. back to the goal and he just clips yeah. it up and, and just yeah. sweeps it over his shoulder, lobs Barthez. I, um, I remember watching that and just thinking, "Fuck this!" There's, this guy's on a different level. There's like. the canios, there's a, but then you could you could argue there's a couple of Van Persie esque volleys yeah. as well. The one against the one Villa. The one against Villa. Yeah. The one against Villa was phenomenal. The thing, I, I think his one against Everton for Arsenal was. Yeah, but oh the God. thing with the Villa one is, um, Dave might be able to check what defender that's on, but I remember watching a video and Van Persie had went up to Rooney in, in training, basically saying, like, here, I know this defender, yeah, yeah. and this is a weakness here. If I peel off this shoulder, he's not yeah. going to get me. So the fact that they planned it... He just said, can you be Alex Song for a, but, for a brief yeah. moment? But the fact that they <laughs> planned it, and Rooney's able to execute that pass to that yeah. level, and then to execute the volley to that level, like for you to plan and orchestrate that and yeah. for it to come off is unbelievable he did it, he did it twice at Arsenal with, with Song yeah. in midfield yeah. he did it against Chelsea away and he did it against Everton in the same season that was the season where he won player of the year Yeah, and then, and then he came to us I think he's, didn't he score a volley against us in that 8-2 I think, he's, I think his fourth goal is a, is a volley yeah, well, it was a lovely goal. It was He's close. Goal. It was close it's range. close yeah. range, but I think it's a volley. Yeah. And he nearly burst the net. Yeah, he yeah. did, yeah. And De Gea never saves penalties, but I always say it in that game, if, if De Gea didn't save that penalty, we don't beat them 8-2. We were 1-0 up when they when De Gea saved that penalty. Yeah, we were. And if that goal was 1-1, we don't beat them 8-2. No. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. You forget, like, Van Persie scored some sensational goals. Oh, my God, what a player. Like, what a I remember player. his four season with us. He was going neck and neck with Suarez for Golden Boot, and like Suarez technically is a better player mm. than Van Persie. Like he had everything. Van Persie hadn't got the pace. Yeah, he was brittle. Like I know we put on. I know when he came to United, he changed his training program. He put on like three or four kilo worth of muscle. Yeah, that's why he wasn't as injured as he was as Arsenal. And I remember thinking like, how how the fuck's he gonna stop Suarez? Like, there's no way he's gonna beat him to the Golden Boot. And every week he just <laughs> show up and score. Yeah. yeah. Did you want to know who's subs or who was uh, defender on that Van Persie goal for Villa? Yeah, Bennett, Baker, Vlar, Nathan Baker, Ron Vlar, Ron Vlar, Ron Vlar. Yeah. He's yeah. Dutch, isn't he? Yeah. that's where it was. That's and how Loughton. we knew him. Louton as well. Jesus that was, Christ, that's a bad back four, isn't it? He scored the volley. <laughs> probably scored it. You know who? Do you know who was their sub keeper? Who? They. Roy Carroll. Shake him. Yeah. No way. They were on a down, downward spiral at that point. Yeah. I think they, they got relegated three years later. Yeah, look at them now. Look at them now. Yeah. Fuck me. They're great now. Unbelievable. I can't believe we beat them at home. Blessed. <laughs> yeah. No, we weren't, weren't blessed to beat them. But I mean, Villa weren't great that day. No, they weren't. No, they weren't great. They weren't. No, it was written, like it, the game was there to be took and you know it took it. But it just frustrates you. How when good you they see, are. How, 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 how good United were in that second yeah. half of that game. That they can... But that's, out, that's what's fucking annoying. That. That's but the most annoying Chelsea part. Game. I thought they were good at the, in the Chelsea game. Yeah, well. brilliant. And you're just like, what? But like, we could have beat Spurs then last week. McCombin yeah. misses the header. And you're like... Yeah. It does paper over cracks now, don't get me wrong. If you score oh, does, a header yeah. in the last second to win the game 3-2 that you shouldn't have won... But yeah, it, it is in the lock on. That's why we have that bit of hope of like, yeah, we get Casemiro back fit, we have Martinez back yeah. fit, we get Shaw back. Like that's they're the fundamentals of a team. We we've both agreed that Moyne was not. He's keeping a starting place. Oh, 100 percent, yeah. Oh yeah, hundred percent. And, and, and Casemiro, Moyne, Bruno, yeah. they are three. That's it. And do you kind of play Moyne and Casemiro as a as a pivot? Yeah, I yeah. would. I would. Yeah. Um, Moyne was great at carrying the ball. Yeah. Brilliant at carrying the ball. 
and I don't see why you wouldn't have him from deep carry the ball out he's brilliant yeah. at that especially because he's young so he's going to have the legs to get back yeah and, and Casemiro loves getting forward now I think I seen a stat the other day he scored like 22 goals for Real Madrid and I think last season he scored 11 so he's yeah. already over half of that because yeah. he has one or two this season as well. Yeah. Bite my tongue here not saying it. about to say it. I say it every week. <laughs> he's not as sexy as an age. Yeah. <laughs> he is. But maybe maybe that's where it is. Yeah, maybe he's just like, you know what, this it's is a different, crazy, different though. Bowl. It's crazy though that you, can, you have to rely on an 18-year-old for discipline mm. in the midfield as opposed to what is he a 31 year old who's won the Champions Champions League League who just wants to express himself because he couldn't at Madrid one thing I don't get about like certain clubs and CEO fucking cunt for like if in my eyes if you're good enough you're old enough and that's why I look at mine I don't be like oh he's 18 I'm like no he's good enough he's playing every game it's as simple as that and you've seen like Liverpool yesterday Trent is not fit he started that man he's 18 or something playing right back and then Javi Elia He's like 20, he's on 100 league yeah, appearances. So if that's but, the way I look at it. Like, think, look at Phil Foden, he should have like watching, double watching, the amount of them, appearances he has them yesterday without, without some of their key players. Mm. That's Jota. Oh my God. He, like, he, he, people are starting to realise how good of a player he is. I think they'll be fine when Salah leaves. That's the you horrible think part. How, how long do you think he's going to last there? Do you think he goes in the summer? Salah, yeah. yeah. And this summer? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Saudi? Be, he might. He might. Oi. I think he's. I think he's. I think he's got two world class years left in him. Yeah, I agree. But he I, could I, go to PSG. I can't see anyone who can afford him. <clears throat> he could go PSG, to PSG. Maybe with, with Mbappe going to, to if, Real Madrid. Right, yeah. it, it, <laughs> PSG. How much have they offered him now? If Mbappe, one point six million a week now. Naming the Eiffel Tower after him or whatever. I don't know. Oh my. Um, I think. Yeah, if 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 Mbappe goes to PSG, PSG have to go for Salah because yeah. there's no one else there. Yeah, there's no, no one that, that that's on that yeah. level. They tried it with Messi, didn't they? And it didn't really work out. Yeah, so, and Neymar didn't really work out no. either. So no. you have to go for like this big marquee. Yeah. yeah, but also I think the difference with Salah as opposed to say Messi or Neymar, like he's way more kind of Salah reminds me of what Ronaldo became in like away. Where yeah. it was just like mm. a goal, animal. like a ju- yeah, just an animal, yeah, just like yeah. score at all costs, yeah. sort of deal, like yeah, do you know what I mean? And Salah is very much of that mentality, like, yeah. and I think he did that when he when he when he arrived his, his first season, yeah, but that's what I mean, forty four like, goals, yeah. Like I'm not I'm not saying that he became that. I'm saying he is that. Yeah, like, he is every that. game like he has a chip on his shoulder, doesn't he? Yeah, like he yeah like, like he has something to prove. Yeah, you know when you you hear people doing like all time elevens for Liverpool and even Premier League. Mm. A couple of years ago, someone put him in one, and I remember thinking, "What the fuck are you on about?" And then, like since then, he's still hitting twenty plus in yeah. the, the league, and it's like you can't argue with it now. No. Like he has, to, he's in the conversation for greatest ever elevens. Just going back, yeah. just going back to Twitter and you talking about censoring some of the tweets. I think some of the comparisons uh, with Salah and Neymar are mm. absolutely atrocious. Yeah, I think Neymar. Now, I, I don't think Salah's a far better player than Neymar but for people to say that Neymar, like Salah's not on Neymar's no. level he's not this it's the other way around Big Neymar point. is not on Salah's level Neymar I think is one of the biggest but it's all about in football it's he's a, failed to deliver it's aesthetics everywhere. with Neymar yeah. it is aesthetics yeah he looks and good he's yeah. Brazilian he, he, he can do a, yeah. a rainbow flick if, if you're going to win your game if you're a coach who do you want on your team you want Salah you want, you want Salah, Salah. Every time. all day that's why when Salah. we were linked there last season with Neymar I was like do not bring that's the last thing we need in this club yeah. is the likes of a Neymar yeah. could you Absolutely. imagine a prime Salah from 2017 to 2019 
instead of Neymar in that Barcelona team with Suarez and Messi. Or if you look at the the, the Champions League, they went they went on when they got to the semi-finals and a final. If you put Salah in that PSG team, they probably want to win it. Yeah, mm. absolutely. Yes, absolutely. You know I mean, that's the difference there. Mm. PSG absolutely. PSG probably have that elusive Champions League under their belt if yeah. they have Salah instead of Neymar. Like, it even kills me to say, it, but like if you look at it, there'll be games like Liverpool will get bashed in. Yeah, he'll, he'll be quiet. Then they pop up out nowhere and he'll score a crack. Like, yeah, you know what I mean. He gives half a chance. He volleys the thing in the top corner, and you're like, yeah, that's what he brings to the table. Yeah, he's never out of a game. Like, it just two things before we wrap up. What's who's your favorite player of all time? See, I have a few. Do you know who I was an absolute sucker for, and I thought he was the most underrated player, but then he overstayed his welcome by about three seasons. <laughs> One matter. And ah, I thought yeah. he was sitting. <laughs> oh, as well. He did. He did. <laughs> I loved him though. He's taken pages. I loved one match. All. Yeah. Loved one match. I thought in the league, but like what he done for Chelsea, I thought went under the radar. And then he came to United. Oh, he was yeah. sent. Do you remember he used to play like a false right winger for Van Gaal? He was playing yeah. right wing. Fella couldn't run. But he couldn't he, run. I know. He was playing right wing. Yeah. It was sensational. Like, his, yeah. his knowledge of finding little pockets on the pitch to yeah. just drop into <clears> and pick up the ball in between the lines. Like, there's very few players that can do it on his level. Like, his football IQ is through the roof. Unbelievable. He was, through yeah. the roof. And his forced touch. Oh my God. Yeah. Like, I, I remember seeing. There was a reason why all the coaches loved him. Yeah. You know, but an ultimate professional as well. Ultimate professional. Ultimate yeah. professional. Yeah. I remember seeing him play against Sampdoria in the Aviva. And the ball came down with snow on it. The thing came from the stratosphere. Yeah. And he killed it dead on the yeah, bottom. Yeah. The whole crowd just like in awe. Unbelievable. There's player. another like uh, fan footage of that in Old Trafford. Like, I don't know, it's like a blocked clearance. Someone yeah. volleys it off a player and it goes up in the air and it comes down on the touchline and yeah. he kills it dead without going out for a throw in. And everyone, you can hear everyone in the front row going, oh, it's class. Yeah. He was yeah. one of them. But has to be Rooney. Yeah, has to yeah, be yeah. hard to argue. You with can't that. argue. With him. It's, it is hard to argue against that. Like the fella, what he brought to that team, and there'd be games where you know he'd be winning two 0 it'd be the ninety second minute, the cunts playing like tracking back the left back, milling somebody, <laughs> win the ball back, and, and getting her out there. And he I'm was like, unbelievable. The game was won. What are you doing? Still yeah. tracking yeah, back. But that's the the, that's the difference of, of mentality, on it. Mm. Like, the, like he wasn't only interested in winning the game; he was interested in winning every personal battle. Everything, mm. everything. He was just yeah. a winner and. He was a big game player as well. Yeah. Like how many goals has he got against City, Chelsea, Arsenal? He I loved know. it. Like, but to be the club... Myself and my brother were talking on the phone yesterday about that 0-9-10 season where it was just... it was. I know people talk about the, the season where City won it, but that season was just so unlucky. Is that when Ronaldo left? Yeah. He played centre-forward. And Rooney took the man. Yeah. He took yeah. the... Yeah. Yeah, it's on him now. Yeah, yeah. it was on him and he was unbelievable. He won... PF, uh, PFA player of the year but those games the, especially the game against Chelsea where Drogba was offside there was yeah. just some unfortunate moments that season the Bayern Munich game yeah. where where we won 3-2 but lost on aggregate yeah. just lapse of concentration if we had a the Robin goal wasn't it the Robin goal Bayern Robin. if we had a went on and won that game it would have been what it was the quarterfinals I believe it was yeah I think our pathway would have been Towards Inter. Now I know Inter were a, was a quality Jose team, Mourinho a proper well. proper unit. But I would have been confident of United yeah. winning the Champions League that that year, and Rooney Ballon d'Or winner. Yeah, but even he was so we were so unlucky that season. Yeah. We lost the league by a point, as well. Mm. And I know because Chelsea beat Wigan eight 0 in the final day of the season to lift it. Yeah, but even then, a couple of seasons later, the twenty eleven final 
and Barcelona absolutely hopped off us. I, I just we went I, one 0 down and then Rooney scores. Yeah, and he's like trying to rally the troops. Down. Like, we're in this game still. Yeah. I, I think we've won all at half time, and then they come out and they trashed us the second yeah. half. Like Rooney was the man, and then you could see even when he went to Everton. I watched an interview we done. He done like an Everton podcast, and he was talking about when he went back to Everton. He has like a record. He scored like minimum ten goals a season for yeah. like ten seasons, and he's like, I was on course at twenty goals, and they sold me to the MLS to yeah. to get the money in. He was like, I wanted to stay. I know I was gonna hit twenty. Yeah, playing for like an, a shit Everton team. Yeah. But even that goal for DC United. Oh, slip where the ke- the keeper is the keeper's up for a corner. Yeah. The ball's cleared. He tracks back to about the halfway line. Sloy tackles. Win- it was an assist, though, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Wins the ball, carries it about five, ten yards, launches it back yeah. post. Keeper comes, no man's land, headed over him. He runs oh, off to the so- to the corner flag, thinking he's a, he's the G. And Rooney just turns. Yeah, no bother me. Yeah. Like, oh man, what a play. generational. Gen- oh. Yeah, once in a lifetime. Yeah. Do you remember yeah. when he went to Derby then? Did you ever watch any of them games, lads? I, I, I watched it. Well, I watched the FA Cup game. I watched one or two of them when they were on, and it was literally like it was a doddle to him. Like he was, he, he was aging. Yeah. Hell, he wasn't training. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? He's putting the weight on, yeah. he's putting the beard on, and he's just, he's strolling around. He's but no one can get fun. near him. No. No one can get near him. Like he dropped down into that championship. I, he could have done it for another two or three seasons. Yeah. But he's, he, he hung up the boots Just, with, just with older generations I felt like my uncles Always said Oh yeah Rooney's He's one of the best players I've seen But still I, I've, I've never seen a better player Than Gaza That's what they say mm. They always say They always compare Rooney and Gaza They say if Gaza had a Stuck to it mm. Not that Rooney did Because Rooney I always said it with Rooney You'd have to wait until October For Rooney to hit a bit of form yeah. Because he'd be partying in the summer yeah. And I noticed every October He'd be getting player the fucking month yeah. mm. You know but I always remember my uncle saying, "Oh, Gaza, he was." You know the thing he is, he had like, something. As as yeah, as much as as much as he did, like you you can't always be thinking like, "Oh, what ifs?" Like it's like you know, Brazilian, it's just the potential. It's like thing, Brazilian yeah. Ronaldo, like like unbelievable player, like unbelievable. Yeah. But like, oh, if if he didn't get injured, if yeah. this, if this, yeah. he would have done this. Well, yeah, or maybe. Yeah. You know, if Pogba applied himself, you could have been the, one of the best midfielders yeah. to ever yeah. played a game. Like, does ifs on yeah. every player? There's, not there's a lot of ifs on Rooney, though. Yeah, there's no ifs on Rooney. Exactly, yeah. he went and done it. He did it. Yeah, you know what I mean. He played as a ten, played as an eight, played on the wing, yeah. played yeah. everywhere but his prime position, and still the club's all-time leading scorer. Yeah. A utility player when it came to. You know what I mean? Like ridiculous. From, from and I actually, I actually think in that sports game where John O'Shea gets in goal, I think Rooney's about to jump in first. Yeah. Before he gets subbed off. Could I actually be, yeah. think Rooney is about to go and go yeah. first and they said but you put John O'Shea in because of the gap he just loved the game yeah love playing um, just moving on to our final point obviously the news on the weekend that broke the appointment of Omar Barada yeah uh, from Manchester City Ratcliffe uh, I mean a lot of people said oh relax I, I, I put out a tweet la- last week after Ratcliffe met with the um, MUST and uh, I said he gets it he most certainly gets it after this. Yeah. The appointment of, you know, this guy, it's, it's, that's huge. That's a statement. He's overseen like City's most successful period, but like, do you not think, like, how, why is he leaving City and why was City so a, easy to let him go? I'm like, it's very hard for me to trust, you know what I mean? Like, true. To so many big things have happened in, you know, over the last 10 years and you're like, this is the one, we're going to get this yeah. right, this is the one, he's our man, all the time it happens and it fails to deliver. And then I was like, Oh, this fella obviously knows what he's doing, but why did he let him go then? Well, wasn't he? He was understudy to uh, Tiki Bagaristan. That's that's how you pronounce his name. He he's the he, he was the CEO of City, but 
Bagaristan was above him. Is his, is his name think, on sixty something documents, and he can't be punished no, if he's time, gone? <laughs> the Times, the Times have come out and said that he isn't. He yeah, isn't yeah. on the documents, so he must know that there is a storm coming. Oh, he's yeah. jumping ship, and he's he's, he, he's jumping ship. I'd say so. I think yeah. it's so surprised now because we, you know we we were there were so many other names that had been spoken about for months. You didn't think it would be someone from City, yeah. That um, Ratcliffe would take on as a CEO, yeah. Other than that, it's it's a it's a huge move, for yeah. Man United. I look at the step in the right direction, isn't it? We, it. we didn't have football people in the background, no. So now they're starting to fill these positions no. and they're creating positions. We had a rugby well. league fan. Run, yeah, run the fucking thing. But also, like, um, this, despite City's methods, like, it's a power move of taking someone, like, we didn't, as you said, like, we didn't have people in football, like, football people in football and positions. And we've taken someone from a club who, in fairness to them, have dominated football for the last fucking five years. It's not just the club, I mean, it's the City group, isn't it? Yeah. He oversaw, all, like, the, the seven or eight clubs that they have yeah. under the umbrella. So, like, he oversaw all them. Oh, yeah. And then it's like, look, is it Genoa or Girona in Spain? Yes. Like that's a city, that's a city club. Yeah. You know what I mean? So they're they're yeah. doing something right. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, yeah. It's promising. Mm. It's promising. I think a lot of the positive things that will happen for the rest of the season will be behind, behind the, the scenes. scenes. No, definitely. <laughs> so oh, big that's time. That's what I mean. Absolutely. <laughs> so all you need now is a director of football, and hopefully, then when you come into the summer, we've been we're already like one step ahead. Yeah, yeah. it's listen. It's gonna take a year or two. Uh, fun, like you know. I'd be happy enough again with a top four finish next season. Mm. That's just the way I think, it is. I, yeah, your your predictions. If we can, if we can get an FA Cup, if the manager can yeah. do back to back seasons with a trophy, yeah, and, and we and we football. finish in like we'll get Champions League football through a roundabout yeah. way. Yeah, even if we don't get Champions League football and we finish in a Europa spot with an FA Cup, I think we can be happy yeah. with that. Considering it's because now nearly February and the shitstorm was still yeah. in, we're gonna have a very a new look team. Next season, I reckon, because I can't see Casemiro staying. No, over or, or Varane. Or Varane so. yeah. And Martial will be gone as well. <clears throat> yeah. The only positive about the whole league this year is the fact that nobody's able to put on a big run. I put like five, six, seven. No one's together. done it, yeah. So no one has done that. So we're all still kind of bunched together. Whereas like, if you win three games in a row, you're going up the league yeah. considerably. Yeah. And the problem with United is they win three games in a row, then lose three in a row. I think like the how it is. I think the record is like fifty fifty this year. I think we've had two draws and it was Spurs and Arsenal, and that's it. Everything else was a win. We either win or we lose it. Yeah, which is mental because we're not scoring goals. No. So it's hard to hard to think that we're not we're not conceding either. Every time we watch United, it feels like we lose. That's yeah. every time. Yeah. Even when we don't, it feels like it. Just feels like a loss. Yeah. And then sometimes when we win, it feels like a robbery. You, the, I always go back to the question. I thought it was a great question that David asked in one of the earlier episodes. Do you still go into every game? With a, a sliver of hope. Oh, of course, of course. That, I think that's something that they'll surprise you in some sort of. Yeah, way. yeah. No matter who it is, yeah. like I thought, like James were going to do a smash and grab an Anfield here. You know what I mean? It was seven mm. 0 last year, but like you never know. This year yeah, could be different. No, yeah. But like realistically, yeah. you need to put your expectations low. But you can't. And maybe I just conditioned that from supporting. Yeah, you know I mean and that's True. one thing. But that's what support is. Yeah, support. That's what it support is. is. I always like refer back to to Haya. Like I never. I don't know how many times I've watched him. Someone would be one on one, or somebody would hit like the sweetest shot in the box, no one near them, and you just put your head, your head down. You, you like accepted the fact you're conceding the goal here, and he pull a save out of nowhere, and you're like, what the fuck happened there? But then someone trickles the ball to him and it falls through his leg. Yeah, so <laughs> but that sums up United. Yeah, you're like, doesn't it? A game that we shouldn't win, we win, and then you're like, 
in a game where you're like, oh, we should go out and trash this, yeah. you get beaten 3 0 by Bournemouth. So I'm going to ask a question here, and Dave is going to absolutely launch over the table here because he wants us to wrap up. <laughs> right, so very, very quickly, very quickly, a United 11, all time. All time. Um. Because we've gone through this a good few times. I think yeah. we're, we're fairly uniform. So if you left David Beckham out of your team, like a sick individual. I think in goals, a toss up between Michael and Van der Sar. Um, I'd probably go Van der Sar because we broke the record, didn't we? Yeah, didn't concede. We both went Van der Sar. Too. Yeah. We both went Van der Sar. Uh, left back it is close between Ever and Irwin, but has to be Irwin. Yeah. It's Ferdinand Vidic for me. Um, then it's like Neville by default, really, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> King Scolds and do you go three midfield this is where it gets really mm. the wingers and the strikers now my formation was mad wasn't it because the original question uh, yeah. the, the original question that I asked was can you build an all time United 11 that would compete in the league now well that was like an alt- that was an that alternate was an, form that was an alternate you, form you, you have your best 11 then yeah. you have that alternate the best 11 is going to be either 4 3 or 4 4 2 I suppose you could, th- you could go 4 2 3 1 that'd still do the, the job today wouldn't it really yeah so I'll yeah. go Keane Scholes. Yeah. Uh, you'd have Rooney in the 10 ahead of them. You'd yeah. have Vanessa Roy ahead of them. Ooh. And then you'd pull probably Ronaldo Roy. Gigs left. No Cantona. No. That's where I go. Do you, know, that's so, do you know that's so interesting about Eric Cantona? He, he isn't in. I think our generation, we don't put him in the. Mm. We, know, we know how important he was. We know how amazing he was as a player. But still, everyone. No, no dispute. He is the most important signing Ever. in our club's history. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. But at the, but at <laughs> the same, list, but at the same time, no one puts him in the all-time eleven. No, because it's like yeah, you just feel like. I'm but not which part of that? But his influence. Did you see he's coming to Liberty Hall? No way. Is he going to Liberty Hall? He's just singing he's songs. Oh fuck off! Get me here through a few tunes. What's he singing? Marking his live debut. Eric will play yeah. show. A tour titled Cantona Sings Eric The tour will see Cantona <laughs> Bring his great passion for music Life through expression And live performance Which fans will not want to miss Did you ever see him in the, he in the ads? He's, he's an animal He's, see that he's a method actor He's a Where's that? Looking for Eric Yeah, yeah. What a film that's Oh my god He's just He's a proper method actor Yeah like. So do you remember my alternative uh, You know Edlund? Bartez Had Bartez and You had like David Beckham as a wing back didn't you? Had yeah. Be- had There's no way he's doing that There's Of course no he is way he Don't at Madrid No he didn't really though Oh he did I'm telling you now I think the legs were going a bit there So he said Yeah but, <laughs> but the thing is right If you stuck Trent in the 90s He's a right winger the way Beckham was Yeah no he is yeah. I get that but Trent could be a right wing back. I don't think Beckham could. Oh, I think he could. Mm. Oh, I think he could. Mm-hmm. In that modern in the modern game now. And Parkshi sung him you, with him. You had someone else in there as well. Did you not have like a dodgy centre back? You had a question. I had Martinez in there. Yeah, Stam and Martinez. I think I had yeah. Ferdinand and Martinez or Stam and Martinez. Because yeah. I need I needed someone that can break the lines the way Mar- Martinez has. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And, and he's press resistant. And he's well. press resistant. He's unbelievable. Like. Looking forward to him being back as well. And then try him out in midfield. Parks Parkshi sung has to be in my midfield every day of the week. Yeah, walk horse. Walk yeah, every day of the week yeah. right right before Dave starts dishing out the roundhouses <laughs> we shall we shall wrap it up here have a mate thanks so much for coming on thanks for having me on lads appreciate uh, it it was an absolute pleasure and uh, yeah Al go on wrap us up there you sexy bastard yes so this was episode 23 with Mr Calvin O'Brien one half of as I said the multi award winning yeah. go loud podcast talking bollocks Calvin, we hope to have you on again. Maybe we'll have Terence on before a Liverpool game. That's actually not a bad show. I think it'd be a bad show. And you know what? It, it, it'd be the, the Gerard and Skulls debate. It'll just yeah. be a Gerard and Skulls debate yeah. for an hour. 
but it'd be good for him as well because I know he's sitting in there bottling up football talk that he can't have. I know, in, I know. Yeah, yeah. So it's good for him to get that because he's very vocal about it on Twitter. Yeah, any any time we slip up on, yeah, I think he stopped. Do you know what's worrying? Sorry, I know we have to wrap. Do you know what's worrying when a rival fan stops? Yeah, us when we're doing so bad. Oh God, we had a thing last year. So like Liverpool slipped up. He was putting up tweets and Liverpool slipped up and I quote tweeted and I was like, oh, for dessert, Liverpool crumble. And then <laughs> he, like a week later, we slipped up, so he quote tweeted that. And then like they slipped up the week after that and I quote and it went for about three or four tweets and I remember thinking like, right, this has to stop. Because the thing, like the original tweet was like two months ago. Yeah. It just kept going then. But yeah, we'll try, I'll have a word room and see what he says. Class. Well, look, Calvin, thanks for coming on, pal. And look, folks, we'll see you next week for episode 24, the Darren Fletcher episode. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. David, thank you very much for your patience today, our producer. David Hammond I'm Al Forn I'm Damien Broderick See you folks Subscribe to this podcast for free on the Go Loud app